0: I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal. And this is your Peak Daily for TGIF October 15th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
1: Jay, did you catch the Canada versus Panama World Cup qualifying game last night? I didn't catch the
0: full 90 minutes, but I did catch a really amazing like 15 or 20 seconds of one of the best goals
1: I've ever seen it was truly incredible for those who didn't see it i highly recommend you looking it up alfonso davis he runs 80 yards up to the ball he steals it from this panama player as it's about to go out of play and he just makes enough space for himself and scores it was incredible
0: it was world class and i hope they do make the world cup because that would be great to put on the maple leaf and cheer for our
1: world cup team to market here i will go to qatar if canada qualifies for the world cup and this is now on the record
0: So live from Qatar, it's the Peak Daily. Yeah. Brett, what do we have for Peak Pals today?
1: For our first story, Inovia is getting even bigger. For our second story, Canopy Growth is growing in the U.S. And for our last story, Goodbye China says LinkedIn.
0: For our first story, Montreal-based Inovia Capital raised a new $334 million fund. Brett, what do the Peak Pals need to know about Inovia?
1: Well, they're a Quebec-based venture capital fund that specializes in investing in Canadian tech companies. In the past, they've backed companies like Clearco, Top Hat, Simple, and Lightspeed. And they're looking to de- deploy this new fund into a number of their existing portfolio companies so they can help them get to that next stage, and even in some cases, IPO. Well, Brett, why should PeakPals care about Inovia's new fund? Great question, Jay. Even more importantly than the size of the new fund, of course, $334 million is huge, is why this fund exists. And it's because Canadian companies have raised a record $11 billion so far this year, and investors surely do expect this trend to continue. Hashtag Team Canada. For our second story, Ontario-based Canopy Growth have the option to buy an American Edibles brand. Jay, congratulations. You've become our resident cannabis expert on The Peak Daily. Can you tell us about Canopy & Wana?
0: Sure. So Canopy Growth is based in Smith Falls, Ontario, and they're best known as one of North America's first licensed and first publicly traded cannabis producers. As you probably also know, recreational weed's been legal in Canada since 2018. It's also legal in some form or another in 36 U.S. states and the District of Columbia, but still needs federal approval for sales before it can really go mainstream. It's more state by state right now. So to get it on the U.S. action, Canopy Growth agreed to buy the rights to buy Wana gummies. It's a complicated story, but the edibles producer was bought for almost $300 million U.S. and Wana is the top edibles brand in the U.S. and the top edibles brand in Canada. But there's a catch, Brett. Canopy can't actually buy Wana until wheat is federally legal in the U.S. And so your guess is as good as mine, is as good as the U.S. Senate's about when that might be. But Brett, why should Peak Pals care about Canopy buying Wana aside from their delicious, delicious flavors?
1: While when Canada was leading the charge on legalizing recreational cannabis, there was this big idea that our biggest weed companies would have an advantage over U.S. players in dominating the space. For the most part, this hasn't been true, but Canopy's moves in the U.S. might at least help them be more competitive.
0: For our last story, LinkedIn is shutting down in China. Brett, what do Peak Pals need to know about LinkedIn in China?
1: So back in March, Chinese authorities told LinkedIn that they need to better regulate their content to prevent the spread of politically sensitive material. Now, this is confusing to me because I don't see a lot of politically sensitive material on our LinkedIn, but an investigation by the Wall Street Journal found that LinkedIn responded by blocking the profiles of a number of journalists from the Chinese-based site. In response to all of this, Microsoft has just decided to pull the plug. Instead of the LinkedIn we know and kind of love, LinkedIn will instead launch a different app in China called in Jobs. That better complies with china's rules the main difference being in jobs won't have a social or news feed and will only be used to help people find jobs so you know what that means Jay? no more gary v content coming up on your feed in beijing so jay why should peak pals care about linkedin in china well
0: other than i do love my gary v content on linkedin linkedin is the last man in beijing with the company effectively abandoning the chinese market there'll be no u.s social media apps actively operating in the massive chinese market brett
1: Peek thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, follow this podcast, your app of choice.
0: Share it with friends, review it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
1: And if you want more Peek, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeek.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. And thank you to Jay for coming on this episode despite being sick. So Jay, we hope you get better. We hope that you recover from that cold in the next few days.
0: Well, thank you, Brett. Uh, it's a cold. It's not COVID. I've been tested. And thank you, Dale, for putting it all together. And Brett, earlier this week, we gave a shout out to my mother-in-law who uh, it was her birthday. And I'm not saying she's one of our older listeners, but I've looked at the demo. She's kind of one of our older listeners. But today I have a shout out to one of our youngest listeners, Miles Allenson. Happy birthday, buddy. Make sure your parents shell out this for that sweet, sweet Mandalorian Lego set. Have a great day.